0: Greetings, earthlings, and welcome to another episode of Sunset Flips and Super Kicks, the podcast. Um, this is not gonna be a massive one. Just uh just checking in. Just checking in, see how everyone's going, see how uh how everyone's enjoying the uh the world of wrestling. What's been uh, what's been happening, such as double or nothing? Um, it always appears that it always seem to drop jump on drop in jump on every time. There's an AEW pay-per-view on um, but anyway. anyway, it's uh The the lead up to the pay-per-view was not that crash-hot I can't really remember much from them um, So yeah the laws I can say is they were not exciting and did not Give me an erection for the upcoming pay-per-view. Like they usually would, especially the, the go-home, which was on the Friday. Which worked out well for them. It worked out well. Let's just get it up here. I'm doing this on my phone as well, so so it's working out well. So hopefully no one calls me during this because I'll we'll cut it out. Look at, um, so Tony Khan's a fuck with with his little his little video because of some discussions of a New Japan and WWE crossover or like working relationship or something which which would be good. It'd be I think it'd be far better than the one that's in place right now. Cause what what talent has jumped over? It's more to benefit impact than it is for AEW. Other than Moxley being the U.S. champion and Kenta turning up, and then Yuji Nagata, like that's it. So anyway, but um, what is he refers to himself or being referred to as Mr. Forbidden Door? Um, He's just an idiot. But you already know that if you listen to this, so I don't need to. I don't need to carry on about him as much. You know, about as much as he shits me off. I'm so already he's just fucking made me lose my train of thought. Right, the ratings, right, right, right. That's right, because um, he has to move days because of the NBA. Um, and then instead of moves to Fridays, which is the day of SmackDown, the highest-rated wrestling show on TV. Uh. It's all about you know everyone's going AEW is better this and that. you the owner of the company knows not to fuck with WWE. Like yeah, they went at NXT, but in all honesty, who who's NXT got? Like really, it's indie guys. It's all indie guys. So apart from what well, maybe a couple, but still like. AEW's got the Young Bucks who fucking built an empire on YouTube, and then like a few new Japan guys. Obviously, that wasn't fair, but just look at their ratings from going, I know why. Try to piggyback off SmackDown's ratings, thinking, oh, people want more wrestling, so once we're done with SmackDown, we'll watch Dynamite. Five hundred and one thousand. And now, the other reason why this is done is because it's on at a later time. So then they, they're going to use the excuse, well, people are tired they want to go to bed and get some sleep. So, well done. Well done, Tony Khan. Not, on, not only have you proved that you're a coward, um, but you're good at coming up with excuses as well. So, well done. Fuck with Yeah, and then there's people that think that AEW Dark or Dark Elevation, whatever it is, is better than Raw. When Raw does 1.6 million and these dark shows are on YouTube for free, that can be watched any time. What, 100,000? So, yeah. An hour and a half to watch 18 matches, so there's like three-minute matches. That's better. That's, That's what the people want. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's talk about uh, Double or Nothing, because there was nothing to talk about from the go-home show other than the inner circle appreciation shit at the end, which, in my opinion, after Double or Nothing was pointless. So, but anyway. All right, let's go Double or Nothing. Um... Serena Deeb retains. That's great. Yeah, watch that. Um, Hangman Page and Brian Cage. Good match. I was shocked that it opened. I thought the Young Bucks egos would have got in the way and they would have gone out first, but what do you do? Um, Everyone's still pulling themselves to Hangman Page, Adam Page. They still think he's the one to dethrone Kenny Omega if he's still in fact champion who knows <laughs> that's why we're here that's why we're here we're here to talk about it so of course uh, of course hangman was going to win one thing i will say about double or nothing as well apart from well nothing really maybe the battle royal or the battle royale um pretty predictable so they're doing well copying WWE again with the being predictable. So that was good. Uh, Brian Cage is probably on the outs as well of Team Taz. Young Bucks defeated Eddie Kingston and John Moxley, obviously. So that's sort of where they swayed away from the copying WWE, putting two single stars and making them champions. Though they, they did do that with their first tag team champions with Kenny Omega and. Hangman page, so no, they're, just, yeah, they're still doing well. Um, yeah, what can you say about the Young Bucks? They're still fucking killing it in the ring with their new dipshit attitudes. That pisses me off. So they're doing, they're doing something right. Um, still like them, just not right now. But they're still fun to watch, just not to listen to. Like their promos are just trash. I think. Um, But maybe that's just part of the gig and making themselves look like fairies. Um, Trying to dress like Seth Rollins as well. It's been going around. And, of course, having to do the shield thing with the powerbomb and the Roman... Before the triple powerbomb. So, of course, they got to do that Um, because they just think they're all wrestling and they're just obsessed with WWE and whatever else, so, yeah, 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 it's always just what's next, what's next, and I just didn't really, I don't know, I always like to know what's next, what's going to happen next, and didn't get much of that from this, so, uh, the Casino Battle Royale, which was won by Jungle Boy, uh, last eliminating Christian, so, everyone, everyone, Thought Christian was going to win. Um, as well as everyone thought that the uh, the Joker, the mystery man, was going to be Andrande or Daniel Bryan. And some people even said Samoa Joe, but he can't. And he's going back to WWE. I still believe that. So, yeah. Went down to Jungle Boy, Christian, and Matt Hardy. So, just in the chat when I was watching... I was watching it. A lot of people going, well, Jungle Boy needs to get out so then they can do Christian Cage and Matt Hardy again. And Yeah, so Jungle Boy's the man and he gets a shot in a couple of weeks on Dynamite. So Christian didn't outwork everyone. One person. Just one person. But he was first in. He was the first man. So I like their little concept. The Butter Royale. Um, it's not too bad. You know, you got the suits and then they all come at once, and then you got a joker who was uh, Who was Leo Rush as well. Bet no one saw that coming. Uh, that was pretty cool. Bit of a letdown. Probably for most who were expecting, you know, Andrande and Daniel Bryan and anyone else from WWE. Because they're obsessed. So Leo Rush, that's probably more exciting than Matt Slidell. Last year, we remember, uh, fell. Uh, Cody Rhodes defeated Anthony Agogo. What do you say on that? What do you say on that? There's nothing to say other than Cody Rhodes thinks he's now Triple H or Jeff Jarrett and just will win no matter what and take everything and still come out looking stronger. Anthony Ago,go 100% should have won this. Why was it even on pay-per-view if this is going to happen? It just sort of defeats the purpose of the factory. They're already ruined, I think. It should have been Cody and QT Marshall. Like That's what the rivalry is sort of built around, but they did that on Blood and Guts, which I think the Blood and Guts match should have happened here. Double or nothing. And the Cody Rhodes QT Marshall match as well should have been at double or nothing. Just to sell it. Because then you could sort of at least... I mean, it only went 10 minutes and it wasn't that great of a match. So you don't really lose anything. And he beat him with a vertebraker. Didn't even beat him with the crossroads. And he took, he took a few punches as well. And Anthony Gogo is a professional boxer. So I posted something on this... Actually, I'll get it up. Uh, the key is to keep it up. <laughs> all right. So it's a picture of QT Marshall with coach Stan in the background. And I went, yep. QT Marshall's face says it all. Cody Rhodes booking himself like Triple H or Jeff Jarrett. Always got to win and can't put over new talent. Some, um, here was a comment. Stop it. He put over plenty of new talent. Okay. So I thought, okay, well, I'll talk about this. Did the research. In singles matches. Uh, let's see. I wonder how quick I can get it up. Because remember, we've got to keep it up. So I went, I went and looked. Did the research. Singles matches. Singles matches only. Um, because, you know, he always... He puts over He puts over the new talent. Uh, This is why we fly by the seat of our pants, as we say. No one really cares. All right, let's go by for motion. Just in the the stats. Sorry, just bear with me. Bear with me. Here we go. All right, in AEW. Three draws in singles matches. One of them was Darby Allen. Can't remember the other two. I probably should have looked into that. I still can. But four losses. 39 matches, 4 losses. Okay. But he put he puts over the new talent. Not new as in new to the company. We're talking about new like fresh, fresh talent. So obviously Jericho. Okay. MJF's one, which still shoots me that it was only one. Okay, but that's I that's definitely the right call. Then Darby Allen for the TNT title. And the other one was Brodie Lee. And when he put over Brodie Lee, it was a three-minute match, which ended with him leaving on a stretcher. Because it's all about him. Right? Now, one of the draws... I mean, when he beat Wardlow as well, that was stupid. But let's just let's just look at some of the uh, the younger, the new talent... That he's come across. And let's you know, so Darby Allen was the draw. Sean Spears, Sammy, Sammy Guevara. That was um yeah, that was the first match in dynamite history as well, which was great. And then he got a title shot and he only wrestled once. Um, some unknown, that's that's fine, but he beat Darby Allen, of course. Kip Sabian, then the inner circle. But he put he puts over new talent. There we go. Then then he's TNT champion. Okay. Jungle Boy. Beats him. Right, of course. Mark Quinn as well. Then Ricky Starks. Look, it's not not putting over by bringing in people and making them fight for the title. That's not the kind of putting over we're talking about because maybe he did that with Mark Quinn. maybe he did that with Ricky Starks, Jungle Boy, definitely did it with Eddie Kingston and Warhorse but did not do it with Agogo So not the another draw was to Orange Cassidy and then he beat Orange Cassidy Then he's just like wrestling randoms. Shaq, did he put over Shaq? Yeah. Oh, I guess the other draw would have been QT Marshall. Which was stupid. So I think that was the exhibition match. And then of course, Blood and Guts. So, yeah. But he always he always puts over the new talent so that's fine. That's fine. Give me Ring of Honor, New Japan. Give me Bullet Club, Cody Rhodes. Don't give me this, this, this peasant that we got in AEW. But I still do like Cody Rhodes. Okay, it's just some of the stuff that's going on right now makes no sense. Um, I would have thought a go go would have just knocked him out, and of course he leaves on a stretcher again, so then he can take time off because um, his wife's having a kid soon. So. And it was just the lead up to all of that as well. He's talking about American pride and stuff. And I don't even remember a go go bagging out America until he posted something on Instagram. Anyway, um, Miro defeated Lance Archer, which was just, I don't, know. I don't know. It took him a year, but they finally done something with Miro. Good on him. The big one this is the big one. Britt Baker, the era of DMD has begun. They took their time. But that's fine. That's fine. Finally, Britt Baker is the women's champion. And, of course, Dynamite as well. They have to... Sheeta was champion for over a year, so they give her a new belt. Uh, but they just made a bigger belt for Britt Baker. So, Very good. Not obvious there at all. Uh, Darby Allen and Sting, obviously beating Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky. I'm probably the only one that didn't pull myself to the fact that I was watching a 61-year-old man wrestle in his fifth decade of wrestling. He wrestled in the 80s and 90s, 2000s, 2010s, and the other 2020s. So, yeah. Of course, they're going to win as well. Why? Meanwhile mean, why else? What's the point of having two hot young talent You know that could do anything, just have them lose to a 60-year-old man, which is is the way. Uh, the triple threat match. Booker of the year, that's all i got to say. Tony Khan won Booker of the Year. Uh, the ending of this match was absolutely trash. And it was Kenny Omega walked out champion, of course. Um, another thing from this pay-per-view was Orange Cassidy and Hangman Page are so fucking over. It's ridiculous, and Jungle Boy as well. Fuck the people. The people love those three. It's crazy. Um, pretty good match. I put I put WrestleMania over this one, but so I mean, let's that, if people want to have a cry over that, that's fine. You're allowed to. It's 2021. Um. If you can't handle the fact that other people have opinions, then I'm sorry. There's there's no helping you. There's no saving you. Chris Jericho save us from 2009 can't save you or 2007, whichever one the fuck it was. Can't save you. Uh, it was just the end. The end was just Don Carlos, the man on commentary. Uh, Omega was. I think he got hit with the Cassidy punch. Obviously a Superman punch. Um, Just on commentary, as he does for Young Bucks and Kenny Omega matches. Just started screaming out shit, then left commentary and threw in every belt that Omega owns, Uh, AEW, Impact, TNA, I don't understand why he's got both of them, Um, when it's Impact Wrestling, not TNA anymore, so, and then obviously the AAA, one by one, just. Hitting Park and Cassidy. And then Cassidy gets up and sort of does the what did he do? I don't know, something. Then he went for a pin and Omega rolled him up in a crucifix after hitting the referee and then just one, two, three pin and that was it. So just good match, just a just a bad finish. Bad finish. But Booker of the Year. And then stadium stampede closes it out. More of a more of a backstage brawl, I think. I don't I don't actually remember him being in the stadium, so obviously the entrance MJF rolls up in the limo, and then Inner Circle comes down from wires from the top of the stadium, which is smart as well, considering it's just after the twenty two year anniversary of. The death of Owen Hart, so they are, they done good there. They did they do that, um, and then last year in the Stampede tried to drown someone, which was like a week after. Yeah, just leave leave it at that. Um, the only thing I didn't like about this match was everyone just split up. So we watched Jericho versus MJF for about ten minutes. Then we watch Hager versus Wardlow for ten minutes, then Guevara and Spears for ten minutes, then FTR and Ortiz and Santana Ortiz for ten minutes. Do the split screen. That's I reckon that's what they should have done. That's what they should have done. And also just the which parts were live and which parts were filmed, because obviously the end of it was live. Um at the beginning when Jericho and MJF are going at it. I mean, eventually, like the match started and MJF was hiding in the limo and Jericho was just standing there. Um, his bandage from the blood and guts, the bandage part was just like hanging down and then the top part of the brace was undone. And then as he's chasing MJF, it's all in one piece. So just something that I picked up. I'm sure I'm not the only one, but um, yeah, someone, someone didn't. Picked it up, and I think we all know who I'm going to blame for that. So, um, Also, the stipulation had the inner circle lost, they would have to break up. What's with these? I've said it before, I'm pretty sure I said it last episode I did or whatever. I don't understand what the fantasy is, the obsession, the fascination of adding these. Well, if you don't win, then this happens like Cody versus Jericho, the full gear. Cody doesn't win, he'll never get a shot at the AEW championship again. Um, Young Bucks versus FCR. If we don't win, we'll never challenge for the titles again. Uh, SCU. if we don't if we lose our next match, we'll never be a team again. Like come on. So another one with uh same luck with the factory. Inner circle goes over. So what's the point of the pinnacle? I mean, has the pinnacle just been ruined from this? I think so. You've got MJF in there, who's just, it's only a matter of time until he's champion. It's just another one of those, you know, it's the same thing with Kenny Omega. Let's put him in the tag team first so we don't make him champion straight away. Same with Britt Baker. We'll just keep her away. Like, that's how it should have started. MJF's another one. Let's just find something for him to do before we put the title on him. Because it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when. And then he's just going to go on a massive reign. Because he's the guy in AEW. Um, FTR. Now they're just in a stable, rather than being the best tag team in the world like they are. I mean, there's just so many, like, when when are we going to get MJF and Jericho? That's what I'm waiting for. Had that one match where then MJF joined the inner circle. Pretty sure that was full gear last year. So this is, you know, very long storyline. So I think it'll be all out, all full gear. And then probably the stipulation added if Jericho loses, he has to retire. Because um, they do love their You know, you have to break up, you have to leave, you have to fucking whatever, stipulations. So Santana Ortiz as well. These guys came in so hot. And now just, you know, I like the inner circle, but it's it's literally been around since the first Dynamite. Guevara left for a bit, but still there. But everything comes full circle because he's the one that left. He's the one that surrendered that blood and guts. So it's only right that he picks up the win. But, yeah. What do. you doing? All in all, good show. Uh, people are saying it's the best. Double or nothing. There's only been three. The first one's still the best. Um, no surprises here. No, apart from Leo Rush. Um, yes. Someone even put this as the best pay-per-view of the year over Wrestle Kingdom. That's a stretch. I'd put WrestleMania Night 1 over this as well. So. But yeah, that's. That's cool. That's alright. That's allowed. It's allowed. Um, But yeah, just. I don't know. Probably expected more. They just set the bar so high. Um. It's, you know, how long can they sort of keep riding it like that for? And everyone just loves to everyone just loves to suck suck off AEW for the sheer fact that they hate WWE so much. So, which is which is fine. If that's how people want to act, that's cool. I love both. Um, I think it's just fun picking on AEW more. Because people get hurt over it more because they think it's awesome. I mean, when you think, in, when you think a show on YouTube that you can watch any time still only does like 100,000 views is better than Raw. Um, that's hilarious to me. A lot of people love bagging on Raw. Um, don't know why. So, let's see. Here we go. Whatever was on yesterday against Raw. Dark Elevation. Is that what it is? Dark Elevation. 235,000 views. So still less than the buy-in, which was on YouTube. Last week's... No. What are we doing here? Oh, here we go. Playlist. Dark. Okay, that's... That's a more complicated way of doing it. Videos. Fuck, They post a lot of videos. Just dead air. Deal with it. Dark, 302,000 last week. Dark elevation, 350 last week. So, how? Why? Like, today? I'm doing this... Um, NXT Day. So Wednesday for me, Tuesday for you. 71,000. It's like 71,000. It's going up against NXT. Which announced as well for takeover. Adam Colesback, Bay Bay, um, as his Bullet Club shirt says, no, would know, I would know, the best damn pro wrestler on the planet. He's back and has weaseled his way into the NXT Championship match at In Your House. Interrupting the triple threat match between everybody's favorite wrestler, Johnny Gagano, still around. Um, the Orange Cassidy rip-off, Kyle O'Reilly. How they have ruined him already. They've ruined him. I can't believe it. I can't believe you've done this. Uh, and Pete Dunn. So it's going to be a five, five way. Interesting. Interesting. Karrion Cross, Adam Cole, Pete Dunn, Kyle O'Reilly, and Johnny Gargano. Why? Why a five man? So it interesting. I don't even know when that's on. Should we have a special look at what's upcoming? Other than New Japan Dominion, which is on this weekend. Sorry, just after this weekend, now. Um, that'll be good. Look forward to that. Here we go. Take over in your house. That's no, only two weeks away. A week before Hell in a Cell. NXT in your house. It's the day after against all odds. Kenny Omega vs Moose. Well, which is the day after Friday Night Dynamite. <laughs> Because they have to move days because of the playoffs. Fucking, what a sissy. What a sissy. It's like, it's an event. Like, it's a special event. Fucking hell. Let's see what's happening on Dynamite this week. Special episodes. Oh, they just don't. I don't understand these special episodes. Every second week, there's a fucking special episode on. Seriously, pull your heads out of your fucking asses. All right, Dominion. Coming up, okay, won't even give me anything. I know it's Okada versus Akagi for the vacant IWGP heavyweight championship because Will Ospreay is injured. Just damn shame. And now because he's injured, a lot of the suky suky lalas out there going, Well, he we should have never beat Ibushi for it. So anyway, good on yous. Ricardo looking to become a six-time champion. Takagi looking for his first. It's going to be a good one. I reckon this one's going to go 45, 50 minutes. Probably be a melt to six-star match as well because people love rating shit. Um, don't know why. don't know why. Just sit there and enjoy it. Stop trying to pick apart everything. Like me. no, I don't want to say pick apart shit. It's just the little things. The little things. Fucking uh the the Techers, dangerous Techers. Just beat my boys. My guys. G O D on the road to Dominion for the tag titles. So maybe they'll maybe they'll clash again at Dominion. JCW's coming up this weekend as well. New AEW recruit, Leo Rush will probably be there because you know, he's AEW now. He's AEW. Just Just look at against all odds. Omega vs Moose. Okay, Jamer vs Joe Doring. Okay, it's an interesting one. Diona Perazzo vs Rosemary for the Knockouts Championship. It's another thing I like. Like, just when people leave WWE, they go elsewhere. To be- and they become champions, and then everyone just like picks apart that. Like, just because in other companies there are big fish in a small pond, but in the WWE, there are small fish in a big pond, so, there you go. That should end your sookism. Hell in a cell. Um, Charlotte's weaseled away into another fucking title match. Um, not only has she ripped off her father, she's now ripping off the chick from 101 Dalmatians, And Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre one more time. I dare say that'll be in the cell. Um, good match on Raw. Good showing on Raw against Kofi Kingston. I'm not a fan of either man, but I did actually watch the match in its entirety and it was good. It's a very good match. So and that new commentator, Jimmy Smith, it's like he's at home. You know, he's definitely definitely a good commentator. Carries the Raw announced team um, with Byron Saxton, um, two man, two man booth. That's how it should be. Um, I ignore everything that other clown says. So that I don't know what happened to that other guy. He only lasted about a week or a, a lunch luncheon. Good on him. Nothing like the SmackDown announced team, but SmackDown, best best wrestling show on TV, best wrestling show. SummerSlam's coming up on a Saturday, so I'll get to watch that on a Sunday, which frees up my Monday. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Um, let's just get it out of the way. Four matches, my predictions, um, Lashley versus Lesnar. I've seen a lot of Reigns versus Cena. I I do like that idea. Um, I still think Reigns-Joe, but... Rain scene is a good one. AJ Styles vs Edge. Randy Orton versus Matt Riddle. Ooh. There you go. There's, there's SummerSlam brought to you by Sunset Flips and Super Kicks. How are we doing for time here? Oh, fuck. 35 minutes. Done all right. He's, he's done all right as well. Just sitting down listening to this. I can't remember what else I had for this. Should start. Writing shit down and planning it. The only shit I plan is brackets. When's the next bracket coming? Who knows? Do you people deserve another bracket? Should we redo one of the old brackets? Actually, I need to start doing those fucking polls again on Instagram. And um, talk about that there. I'll give this i I'll call it a day here. I'll probably remember something. I'll write it down for the next episode. Um and send send me a question or two. And might uh might answer some questions. Send me a question. Send me two. Send me ten. Send me questions on anything. Just just to fill out some time. Let's aim to get another thirty, thirty five minute podcast going. Just get the numbers up. Get the get the episodes out there. What if what if Yeah they were good. What if they were good? Uh oh, it's not a story entirely. Alright. That's it for me. Signing off. Goodbye and good night. So that actually was more that I remembered. Just a couple of things. Just a couple of things. Back with uh Dynamite the uh the go home show. Um the weigh in between Rhodes and Agago, what's the point? Cody Rhodes comes out with, like, fucking five people's entourages. I I just, I I don't get the... It's not boxing. I get it. You want to give it that big fight feel. But, you know, and then they did the weigh-ins on the next day. That's when Miro attacked uh, Jake the Snake. But I I just, I don't get it. And then everyone comes out and it's like, yeah, we're not going to get into a brawl and this and that. And they didn't, which is disappointing. And Paul White did it. and He didn't even know what he was doing. Um, which was funny. And then the other thing was the... I said before there was no surprises or whatever. Um, Mark Henry signed with AEW. So... And his role, much like Paul White... Is to be a commentator on another new show AEW is bringing out. So they're going to have four. Rampage. So, oh, and he's going to be a head coach. Much like they have head coaches at the Performance Center. So that's good. Like, let's just sign WWE guys who want to do more, who want to wrestle, and we'll stick them behind a commentary table or commentary booth. Well done. Well done. It just proves one thing that Randy Orton's working for AEW. he's taking out all these legends and they turn up at AEW. First is Matt Hardy, then Big Show, the Paul White, then Christian and Mark Henry. So Randy Orton's working for W for AEW, Randy Orton works for Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon owns WWE and AEW. Therefore, Vince McMahon owns wrestling. Thank you. Thank you very much. Now, I will go. Goodbye. Good night, wherever you are in the world. Wherever you're listening. Here. On podcast listening stuff goodbye morning